And one thing actually, you know, uh, reading actually keep coming to my mind is that the Quranic way is to guide the people. Quran is guidance for the people. Quranic way is not to teach you every single thing. To give the main frame, you know, the piety, fear of Allah ta'ala. Then after that, people they, they themselves, can, themselves can organize their, their life properly. And the Prophet provides some more details. The Quran and Sunnah, they basically organize the people's life. But when the jurists came, their faces have become more and more to make it easier for the people. More details, more details of the law. So that became Islam. But that actually is not Islam, basically is the guidance. It should come from the Iman, from the Amal, you know, from the Taqwa, from the fear of Allah That's what the main purpose is. But somehow, because, you know, when Islam became, you know, empire, the people need, you know, court and justice and the law and all those things. So that became the main important aspect of Islam. And that affected uh, the real guidance. And that's why I consider after that, uh, you know, people have less time for the Quran, less time for the Sunnah, more time actually is spent on the, on the books of the Fiqh and the law. And people say those de de details, uh, they are divine. They are not divine. What divine actually is? The Quran and Sunnah. Those many details, uh, they are you know, inferred by the jurist, you know, who, you know, who are expert of the law, but they are not necessarily in those details. Uh, uh, you know, they are so important. So one has to keep in mind. That's why I, you know, I said so many times that Islamic law, that is not the source of Islam. The source in Islam is the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet Not Islamic law and neither the history of Islam. So there is something good, something bad, you know, we can learn from that, but they are not necessarily the source. And Islam really is not interested in the details of the law. The Islamic thing is to change your mind, to understand, you know, to make your focus the hereafter. Taqwa, piety, fear of Allah, that main thing is. So that's why you can see, if you look at the life of people of Ashab al-Kahf, you know, not because they are fuqaha and mujtahideen, the whole focus on their iman. You know, how they are, that's why this story is so important in the Quran, to guide us in the mind, the iman and the amal of the people. But when somehow people, you know, give the more importance to the law, that you know, people actually start thinking that what Islam means. Like even many modern Muslims and many other, you know, people who are from the madrasa, all the time they keep defending Islamic law. They are not actually explaining the Islam itself. They, all the time that's about small things in Islam. So like when I, I remember somebody in, in, in America, he, a few years back, he had written uh, a book uh, which says that you know, Islamic law of inheritance is responsible for Muslims not being so rich. Why? His argument is that because inheritance law of Islam when somebody dies, it dis distributes the wealth of the person in so many small pieces. If this person gets this person to everybody. And other, you know, other tradition is that when somebody dies, the eldest son takes everything. So then it is easy for him to become rich and rich. So, you know, other tradition, they encourage people to become rich and rich, and Islam does not encourage. Islam makes people, you know, just less than being rich. You know, it is something to, people have to be praised, praising Islam, that Islam actually justice giving everybody. But that he has criticized, you know, that's why, you know, Islam, Muslims are not so rich and other people are rich and all those. So somebody, you know, I, I know one of my, you know, my colleague, he, he wrote something to defend Islam and then I want to show, no, Islam also encourages people to become rich and that. So they, you know, I'm thinking really, should I accept the argument, say, okay, that's fine. But how to, but Islam, that's what anyway, why, why it is a big problem anyway? If Islam does not encourage people to become rich, so why we have to defend that? You know, leave that, why, why we have to defend? But people always feel insult for every single thing. 
you know, the, the virtues that are virtues in the eyes of other people, not necessarily their virtues in Islam. And understand that there are two different things. It could be in certain cultures, it is virtue to encourage people to become very, very rich. In Islam, it is not. So if in Islam, people don't become so rich, so what problem? Why we have to defend Islam on, on, on that level? So when Islam becomes like that, you know, culture and tradition and the law, then you think really you have to defend every single thing that Islam and Muslim do. It's not our duty. Islam has come just main purpose to guide the people, main purpose to worship Allah and to prepare people for the hereafter, to give them paradise and everything else serves their purpose. That's why many, many details, they are not necessary. And details, what happens is that they become so important, people really forget the real purpose. They don't know how to connect them. So that we have to keep in, 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 in mind. And okay, before starting, you know, the question was from, from Tariq that how the context of these verses are. So I've been looking really, you know, everybody says, you know, it is not connected directly with the story. It is, they say, it is something in between came. So the story basically like that, Sayyakuna Salatatun, Rabi'un Kalabuhum, and it goes, you know, up to Thaminun Kalabuhum. Then after that, you know, something connected to that comes. And then this Jumla Mu'tawarata Kulan, Lashen, Nifal, Dargadan, it comes out between both of them, both, both part of the story. Because remembering what the person promised that he is going to tell, so this Jumla Mu'tawarata comes between. But still the question remains why it is in between, why not at the end of the story? So could be reason because this sentence, Falatumari Fimila Miran Vahira, Wala Tastafti Fihim Minumahada, that is connected to that. So somehow connection came. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that the Jumla Mu'atarada there, and then after that, coming back to the story. Is it clear? Now the Quran is mentioning how long did they stay in the cave. What is very clear in the Quran is they stayed in the cave for, for years, because that has come in the verse number 11. فَضَرَبْنَا عَلَىٰ آذَانِهِمْ فِي الْكَهَفِ سَنِينَ عَدَدًا you know, basically we made them to sleep for, for, for few years, for, for, for many years, to sin in. It, it is not few days, it is not few nights, it is not few months, it is, it is years. But how many years are there? Is it mentioned in the Quran? So some people think it is mentioned in the Quran, but actually the thing is, if you look properly, Quran does not mention that. Quran is saying, وَلَبَيْتُوا فِي كَهْفَهِمْ ثَلَاثَ مِئَةٍ سَنِينَ وَزْدَادُوا تِسَعَى This وَلَبَيْتُوا is connected to what? This Walabithu is connected with the story before Sayyakuna Thalathatun. They will say there are three and a fourth dog. Wayakuna Khamsatun Sahasam Kalbuhum. This, this. And then after the Quran says Walabithu fi kahafahim means they also will say. So the Walabithu is not the word of Allah SWT. Walabithu is the saying of the people of the book. They are discussing that. They are discussing about the number, that how many people are there were, and they are also discussing how long they did they stay in the cave. So they stayed in their cave for three years. Thalatha mi'atin senina. Now the way, uh, the way how the number, number works in Arabic language understands it properly. The uh, way of the number in Arabic language is when it is 100 and anything beyond 100, like mia or alpha. So when what is numbered, it comes, it must be mufrad, singular, majroor. So if I want to say, 100 books, you have to say Mi'atu Kitabin. You cannot say Mi'atu Kutubin. You have to say Mi'atu Kitabin. For three, you have to say Jama'a, plural. For three books, you have to say Thalathatu Kutubin. But when number becomes 100, you make it Mufrad. You have to say Mi'atu Kitabin. 
majroor mufrad that how them so if you say 300 years the right to arabic language should be what salatu mi'at sanat now so let me explain one more thing as well when you have number from 3 to 10 so the way in arabic language is that a tamiz you mean numbered or ma'dud it should be jama' majroor you will say salatu rijalin asharatu rijalin they all say so question here is why Quran says thalatha mi'atin? Why not thalatha mi'atin? Do you understand the question? Because when, when thalatha comes thalatha arba'a, khamsa, sitta, their tamiz or ma'adud must be majroor jama'a. You say thalatha to rijalin, thalatha niswatin, ashara to kutubin, ashara to buyutin, jama'a. And Quran says thalatha mi'atin. The reason is because it is a... Uh, Whenever you have number from 3 to 10, it's, it's ma'adud or it's a tamiz, always must be jama' majroor, except if the tamiz is mea, except one case, except mea. For example, if you want to say 3,000, so what you will say? Thalathatu alafin. If you want to say 3 millions, you have to say what? Thalathatu malayin. If you say only 3 books, you say thalathatu kutubin, except number 100. What is the reason behind that? We don't know reason. If we look in the books of Jurjani and somebody else, they find some reason. But this is how to, to understand. So whenever the ma'dud or tam'iz is after Latha is a mea, then that must be mufrad. The Quran is following the normal rule of the grammar. Salatha mi'atin. That tam'iz of mea should be singular. You say mi'at, it should be salatha mi'ati sanatin. But Quran is not saying mi'ati sanatin. Quran says thalatha mi'atin. The meaning is, Quran is not bringing any tam'iz for mea. The senin is not tam'iz for mea. You understand this thing? You know what tam'iz means? Tam'iz means the number that you bring after, after, after the number. So you say like, if you want to say 100 here, you have to say mi'atu sanatin. When you bring tam'iz, then mea will have no, 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 no tam'in. It will be jatamma, mi'atu sanatin. Like it offer, mi'atu sanatin. If Quran has to make tamiz, the Quran should say thalatha mi'ati. But not a mi'ati, it is mi'atin. The meaning is, it finishes. So what now senin is? So senin is called, because senin basically is not connected with the mi'a. Senin is connected with thalath. Senin is connected with what? With thalath. Meaning is, senin has come in here as atfu bayan. You know what atfu bayan means? So you have, must have read in, 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 in the book of the grammar what they call it tawabi'ah. Tawabi'ah means uh, those nouns which come after a noun and it has same Arab as the previous noun. So for example, when you say Ra'aytu Zaydan al-Alima Alim is tawabi'ah Zayd. So Zayd is mansub and Alim will be also mansub. You can say Ra'aytu Muhammadan Abal Qasim Muhammad is mansub to Abu Qasim is Marsu Marsu. Muhammad is Marsu by it is Maful Bay and Abu Qasim Marsu by because it is Atu Bayan. That is called Atu Bayan. Atu Bayan basically is something which comes to explain the previous noun, but it is not Mushtaq. If it is Mushtaq, we can make it Sifa. It, you know what Mushtaqat means? Mushtaqat like Ismul Fa'il, Ismul Maful, Sifat Mushabbaha. It is not Mushtaq. So, you know, it is not Badal because Badal actually what happened in Badal when you make Badal. Then badal becomes the main thing, uh, you know. And here actually, badal is not the main thing. When something comes 
which only cause for explanation, not at the bottom, and it is not a mushtaq, then we call it atubayan. Why call it atubayan? The senin here is atubayan faram thalatha. Meaning is, senin is mansub. Senin is not a majroor. If serene has to do anything with the miyatin, it should be majroor. A serene can be majroor because, you know, when uh, any jama with vaw and noon, in rafa it has vaw noon, and in nasman it should have ya noon. So it's kind of majroor as well, but here it is not majroor, here it is mansoor. It, it is basically thalatha. So Quran wants to say this, the people say they stayed in their cave 300. And then Quran said they mean senin. So 300, meaning it 300 by, by, by the year, like you know, you cannot say here, senina adada. So similarly, senin here is atubayan of thalatha. Wazdadu tisa'a. And then they increase nine more. The meaning is 309 years. What this is? The first thing I also understand is that many people think this is from Allah Himself. Allah Ta'ala is saying that these people, they stayed in their cave. 309 years. So why Quran did not say 309 years? Why Quran said 300 and then they added 9? So some people say it is actually 300 from the solar calendar, from, from, you know, from the calendar Romans used to use. So that would be 300 years. But if you use a lunar calendar, Hijra, you know, the, you know, the moon one, then it will become 9 more years. Because after every 100 years, 3 more years you have to add. So it becomes 309. But the thing is, it doesn't seem to help to something like that. Because Quran is not says some people say 300 and some people say 309. In whatever people say, Quran says 300 and they added 9 more. So anyway, this is one of the problem here is that why Quran says 300 and they added 9. Is it clear? So other than that explanation, once you make it the statement of people, not Allah, mm. They really have no reason to explain. Yeah, don't think it. The only problem comes because people think it's Allah who is saying. So Allah is saying that they stayed in the cave 300 years, then why added 9? So the people want to explain the 300, you know, from the, you know, from the solar calendar and, and 309 from the lunar calendar. That's what they think. But, you know, there's no reason for that. And also the thing really is, who knows that how long they stayed? Is there any clear calculation? Because this whole story is after Isa Islam anyway. Long time after Isa Islam, this happened. And it must have finished long time before the Prophet. So, 309 years is a big, big, long number. Staying so much, many years. And then, you know, it should be very, very close to the Prophet some time. So, we exactly don't know. There are some uh, European historians, they make the number either 100, less than 200. Less than 200 years. It could be, that's right. But Quran does not say it. Main thing basically is, you know, it should not be taken as Quran says. That's why Mawla Farah's argument, one argument here is that Quran says, Wa la Why Quran says, Wa? Because Wa, wa basically means Quran is making atf and what people say. So people are saying this, this, and also they say this. Otherwise, Quran should have said, Let's just la So Wa is coming, it makes clear that you know, it's coming on atf and that. And also in the reading of Abdullah Masudullah, uh, it is there. Uh, in, in the in Musaf of Abdullah Masood, it is uh, written, Waqalu Labesu. Yani the, the people say that these people they stayed. And Qatada also said, and Qatada anu hikayatun likalami ahlil kitab. 
Qatada said this is narration and reporting the, the, the word of the people of the book. It is not from Allah. People of the book, they said they said, I, I, I really personally, you know, I, 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 I prefer this meaning that this is being said by the people, not by Allah And one argument for that also is because soon next verse, Quran says, Say Allah knows best how they stood. And Qatada said, this, this never can fit. And everybody said, if Allah himself said they stayed 309 years, so why Allah will say Allah knows the best? It does not fit there. Yeah? No, the Qiraab basically means, uh, uh, my thinking is many of this Qiraab means that these people, as their own explanation, they put something on the margin or on the above the Mus'haf because they knew that Mus'haf nobody can you know, mix anything anyway. So this is their own tafsir. So many of these Qiraat are like tafsir. Like in the morning we were discussing that, you know, Kushmihani, he, he put Minal uh, uh, in Sahih Bukhari itself. Though it was just explanation by somebody on the margin, it became part of Sahih Bukhari. So that actually what happened because this, like Aisha uh, uh, she said to, you know, uh, the person who was writing the Quran for her, that when you come to this verse of the Quran, tell me. So when he came there, then Aisha said to him, write down Salat al-Asr. So it is not that she is recognized as part of the Quran, she just wants to make, make explanation that Salat al-Usta means Salat al-Asr. So that is tafsir. Many of these qirat basically are the tafsir, but people think they were part of the Quran. That's how people misunderstand this thing. So Abdul Masood Musab basically reading means this is how is tafsir. His tafsir is he wants to say it is not Allah said, it is the people said. Sorry? How the meaning be different? It was Salatha Mi'atin Sinin, but Salatha Mi'atin Sinin. How the meaning be different? No, meaning will not change. If you say Salatha Mi'atin Sinatin, we are just explaining the grammar, but otherwise, you know, meaning will be the same. But it will be what happens, then it will be basically you want to say 300 years. The way Quran is put, you want to say 300, then it comes in mind, what 300? Then explain it, you know, in the term of the years. You know, in the language, sometimes happens. Sometimes you say something, like, you know, like famous saying in Arabic language, Akaluni. So they have eaten me. So then you don't know who has eaten you. So you say, Al-Baraghito, mosquito. Though if you say properly, you should say, Akalatni Al-Baraghito. Or Akalani Al-Baraghito. You don't say Akaluni. But first you say Akaluni because you think people know they have eaten. Then you don't know. Then you realize people don't know. Then you add Al-Baraghito as explanation. So Senina has come as explanation what 300 means. If Quran wanted to say 300 years, then the Quran would have said Salatha Sanatin. But Quran wanted to say Salatha Mi'atin. Then Sanin came to explain what Salatha Mi'at means. There are other meanings where they have Salatha Mi'atin. No, that cannot happen. You cannot say Salatha Mi'at Sanin. Then you have to say Salatha Mi'at Sanatin. Reading. There could be the reading, but you know that again will be a problem. It, it again goes against Arabic grammar. But the rule of Arabic grammar is when Mia comes, tam is of Mia always must be singular majrur, mufarad majrur. Yeah. Shabhi, it is a reading, yeah, could be, but then they have to interpret. They are saying that the jam, jam, but meaning is mufrat. 
but you know it, 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 it's a problem but we don't have any I don't think there are any events are you know the way it's nine hour Mus'haf you know at least the Qiraf Hafsa from Asim that is a properly according to Arabic language there's no problem for that but if you make the reading then you have to make interpretation then you have to do Tawil that does not fit it so you, then, then they have to make this thing that you know Mia also can be mudaf to Senin to Jama'ah but I don't think but at least sometimes what happens is they have a reading and they want to justify that they make a, a, you know something like that you know some of these readings they are really their own qiyas their own how they used to you know one thing I understand many many readings in, in, of the Quran they are not necessarily coming from the early people the, many of these readings they are istihad of the Qurra themselves this is how they think this should be. It is not necessarily coming everything from Prophet Sallallahu It's the other people. And, and, and that way you can see, uh, when people know grammar more and more, they do more and more study in this reading. They differ from each other. But anyway, if it is Miyata Senina, then we have to make an explanation that, you know, uh, that, you know, had made sense Senina, but meaning the Mufrat. Yeah. What's the significance between saying, um, in saying it this way, in saying Senina rather than the more common way of... Then I said that, you know, if you say then you want to say 300 years. But Quran, Quran wants to say 300, then it, then it comes that it's not clear to the people. So then you add what you mean by three in the term of the years. Then you add Sanina to explain 300. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it's saying the same thing. For us, it becomes the same thing. But when you say something in any sentence, you know, it could be a different way of saying. Mm. So it's one another way of saying, saying, saying is the same thing, but another way of saying. Okay. But in the term of the years, okay. not a month, not, not, a, not a weeks, it is, it is a year. So it and also could be another thing early, you know, which is coming to my mind, that it could be Quran says Thalathamiyatin, and then Quran is bringing Senina to affirm what Quran mentioned before, that, you know, they stayed in the, in the cave years. So Quran wants to say that the last is not weak, it is not something, it is the years which have been mentioned before, to refer it to the same scenario which have been mentioned earlier. But this is what the people were saying. Yeah. So why is the Quran trying to confirm what it is the people were saying? Because Quran wants to say that about the, after the death of these people, yeah. instead of taking the lesson from the right properly, mm -hmm. this is what people are doing. The people are first doubling their number, and now they're discussing how long they stayed. And Quran is not interested in those things, but Quran wants to say this, this is what happened. It is not taking lesson from them, this is what people are arguing. But still, you know, thing, you know, I, 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 yeah, sorry, I read that. Um, because you've just made the connection between Sinina to the earlier verse. So, do you think it was just that the people said Sinina themselves, or is it that the Quran is. is Adding that on to what oh, this is the thing. This is a good question. The thing is, whenever Allah Subhanahu Taala, you know, quotes what people say, it is it not necessarily word by word. Mm -hmm. It is meaning basically the the content is the same. It not necessarily. The Quran puts in because people don't have this eloquent language anyway. Mm -hmm. The Quran when Allah Subhanahu Taala called Musa or called Harun or said that mm -hmm. sometimes it's changing as well. Mm -hmm. Meaning that's their position. This is the position that they took, mm -hmm. but not but not necessarily the same wording because it has come. So people must have said something, but in the Quran, Quran wants to like summarize the but then the Quran repeats the same, same word of sinning. You know, it is one of the thinking, I think, by anyway, when Allah does something, there must be meaning. 
the Quran quoting here from people, does, does the quote end the Sinin? <coughs> no, the, or was that the Sinin? Was that the Sinin? Yeah. Is what the people are saying? Yeah, the well. people also said that you know, 300 years and they I did nine. But it, another thing is how they said it doesn't matter. This is how Allah is putting the whole thing. So, so the Quran is saying that people say, they stayed in their caves, in the cave for 300 years, and then they added nine. Yeah, the people added nine. The people added nine. So what? Well, but, but is it the people added nine or the people, was it, in, was Dadu means increased in nine, right? Yeah, I mean, in in increase in nine or add nine, both, in, is, Azada can come for both of them when you add something number to them, or you want Azada means it's, it's, fair, it's Lazim, isn't it? No, Zada also can come for the Mutadid, right? Mutadid, Yeah. It is not that people, they increase, means they, they are, is Zada, then Zadu. Zadu. Ifti'al, yeah, Ifti'al is, yeah, Zadu, means to, to increase, to, to add something. Right, and some people, alright, so is that what the meaning would be? They, they stayed, and then some people added. Can it be, can it be the other way? Can it be that the Quran is saying, was that the Sahaf? You know, people I mean, who say, people who say, Wallah says, they, they make both from Allah. So pe yeah, yeah. People who make from other people, they make both from other people. So those who say Allah said, they say Allah said that they stayed in the cave 300 years and then they are in nine. So these people want to say that you know, one is from this calendar, one is from their calendar. But it does not make much sense anyway. Uh, but but could it be that one, the beginning is from uh, the people and the end is from Allah? Why Allah said like that? Who added? Uh, who added? Because the people who said? The people who said? Sorry? There have been different groups saying different things. So surely that's what people say. That people say, meaning is, some people say 300 years, and some people make 309, oh. add 9-1, and some people say, no, it's from one calendar, it's from another calendar. Mm. But it's all when you say, Allah says. But if you think, Allah does not say it. Allah is saying that people say these things. Yeah. Sure. Could it be, if, if we're linking the years to verse 11, where years were mentioned, mm. could it be that um, Allah is saying that there are some things they've got right, like it is actually years rather than months and days, but the number he doesn't comment on because... Yeah, then Allah says, comment again, Allah says, Qulillahu A'lam, Allah knows best how long they stood. You know, the whole context in the Quran is, the Quran wants to say that this story has been mentioned in, as to, for a purpose. And people, instead of taking lesson from that, they're wasting their time in these arguments, these discussions. That's what Quranic, Quranic purpose is. The Quran says that among the things that they discuss is, how many people were there, and the next thing they discuss is, the first thing they discuss about the building the mosque, second thing the number of the people, and third thing the number of the years that they stayed. Um, in the actual script of the Quran, there's an alif, but um, when it's recited, it's silent, but why Which one is silent? Sorry, in the uh, writing of Mi'ati, Mi'atin Sinina, there's an alif, but it's silent, but why Oh, that's another matter, the writing thing, you know, the thing basically is, the, the word is the meme, Hamza, and round ta. So it should be written like a meme, Hamza. But in the old time, when you used to write it with the pen, possibility was that you read it a minna. Because, you know, hum, you know, this Hamza could become like noon. So to differentiate a minna from mea, what Arabs have done, they added alif between meme and Hamza in writing to make it very clear to the mea to not mean natun. Like Amrun. If you write Amr and Umar, they both are the same. So to differentiate Amr from Umar, they added wa to Amr. So Amr means, wow means it is Amr, not Umar. So that's why it came. That's a writing thing. It, 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 you know, it's not a revelation from heaven. It's how they used to write to make a, a, a distinction.
You have one question, Sam? Is there any chance at all that this 9 could be linked to the previous verse? Uh, was about, so about five and then six and seven and eight, and then was there the disaster? And some of you know, increased it. But why did it, 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 so, you know, so after such a long time, why, why, uh, well, you know, it's there, it doesn't look very likely that, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala based And then why everywhere else, Quran says five, six, the dog, dog is missing here. You know, the Quran, Quran, you see, dog all the time is mentioned, you see, the dog is so important, it's never forgotten. That's why Sheikh Sadi said, Sage Ashaab Kahaf Rose Chand, Pai Neka Grist Mardushid. The dog of the people of Cape, few days followed the pious people, he also became a human being. So important. You see, every number in the Quran, three times Karb has been repeated. Dog. You can see, three times have been repeated. It's so important. So even if some, you know, somebody is not, that's why I support the Hadith. When you sit with the pious people, even if you're not pious, you are considered them. <coughs> So at least I always use the company of the good people. So even the dog can become human being by good company. So, yeah. So actually, I just want to clarify what I was saying before. So you don't think it could mean one nasu labi fufika fi thalatha mi'atin sinin? One nasu is dalu tisa'a. It can't mean, is it, would you say that's not, it can't mean that? You know, possibility is there. You know, according to ground, possibility is there. So we can, you know, according to ground, it could so be. Yeah, I don't think it, and I don't really think the Quran wants to go so much de in detail in what they say. The Quran wants to say that you know these people are just talking about the knowledge. No, we have knowledge. They no, don't know. European historians now they put the number of the years they stayed by also I mean, by guessing by certain calculation which is not really so accurate. Something 190 something, 192 something like that. That how long they stayed. It could, if it is true, I don't know. I don't know. They, they really have got a proper calculation, but that's how they put. If that's true, they could be true. So then again, it doesn't go against the Quran anyway, because Quran never says number. Quran says that this is what people say. So that's why I'm saying Quran hmm. is emphasizing the years, hmm. but the, not the number. Yeah. That's why the sinin is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I understand what you're saying. So she is saying that, you know, Quran wants to say labe through sinin. But not if that's, you know, 300 or something, nine, it is. Uh, because that actually has come before anyway. So that why Serena has come, you know, uh, uh, you know as, 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 as a bayan. Yeah, could be. Now the Quran says, قُلِ اللَّهُ أَعْلَمُ بِمَا لَبِثُ Tell Allah knows best how long they have stayed. So you see how now, it, it, basically, if you read this word, it makes no ambiguity that it is not Allah said. If Allah said that they are stayed 309 years, so why Allah will say, tell Allah knows the best? If Allah is the one who is saying this thing, why will say Allah knows the best? It does not make any sense. It only can make sense if what is said before that by the people. They are guessing and Allah wants you not to, not, not, not to guess. <coughs> about the writing, um, you know, the, the, the way it's written, the, the Mia, uh, do, we still, do we still have to write it that way? I mean, if we were to write the, like, the Quran in terms of... You know, there have been different opinions on this matter in, among Arab people. Some people want to keep the writing as it is, because now it's tradition and also it's easy for you to read all my scripts and all those things, so they want to keep. Some people say the reason was because, you know, mixing and all those things, now, you know, printing and press and all those things, we don't need to make a meme alif. Just drop a alif and write a meme, just meme hamza, because it is very clear anyway. But it, seem, it doesn't seem to be consistent, uh, 
Brother Aflaq is asking that if you go ahead when it says uh, what do you call it? on verse 33 it's got the standing alif and if you go on verse 37 it's got alif uh, attached what spelling sahibihim so go to, if you go to verse um, 34 uh, there about the story of the about the gardens so that's I think that's got the uh, standing alif on it and if you go down to verse 37 I think with the, with the alif next to attached with it oh this thing in the Quran that sometimes alif is a uh, 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 you know, like letter sometimes just written on the sign people have made yeah I know some people have done the research basically yeah, and alif is no doubt a haraka even Ibrahim is not a name if you look at Surah Al-Baqarah, when Ibrahim's name came first, see how he written. You can see the difference in Ibrahim's writing. People have some problem with this, uh, you know, when the Quran... In the, in the Indian script, they have it the same, just with an alif. Yeah, because in, oh, yeah, they, they don't follow the Uthmani Khat, but yeah. these, they follow. You see, وَإِذِبْ تَلَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ You can see that no, yeah. Ibrahim, they know ya in the in writing, but you have this uh, this alif uh, to this message Ibrahim, but Ibrahim is not there. In Surah Al-Baqarah, I think whenever Ibrahim has come, there's no ya. But after that, when Ibrahim comes somewhere else, Ibrahim has got ya. Let me see where else has come. Yeah, if you look, Surah Al-Mumtahina, Surah Al-Mumtahina, the verse number four, Illa Qawla Ibrahima, and there Ibrahim has come with Ya. So, you know, some people have done research, it's a consistency, in Surah Al-Baqarah, when Ibrahim came without Ya. Anywhere else when it comes, it comes Ya. Similarly, sometimes Quran use Alif for something, and sometimes without Alif, just, so, you know, people have made you know many 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 explanations. For one of the explanations, also numbers for how many letters in that surah has come with that letters. So if if for example, if Sahibi he write all the time with alif, one alif will be more. So Quran also is you know according to these people, Quran also is considering how many times how which letter has come in this surah. So that why that alif has been dropped. You read it, but you don't write it. And same Ibrahim, Ibrahim actually there are more than one explanation why. In the Surah Baqarah, Ibrahim comes without Ya, and everywhere else, Ibrahim comes with, with, with Ya. Shaykh, would these differences have been um, present in the, the, the prophetic manuscripts during the time of Prophet used to write down the Ayah? The Prophet basically all based on the Mustafa Uthman. So when Uthman people write, wrote, this is how they wrote. So if they really have kept it as divine as possible, and every single thing from the time the Prophet did not really change, then there must be an explanation. So people are making effort to find explanation. If the, these people that in the Sabbath, those who wrote, they did their own istihad in writing, so it means they are not consistent. But you know, but people actually have found there's so much consistency. That's the thing is, people have found that there's, there's so much consistency when they change, they change for a reason as well. Like for example, like rahmatun. So whenever this round ta comes in Arabic language, it, uh, it comes with the round ta. But in the Quran, sometimes it comes with the long ta. 
and they found the consistency in that one is when ta is red and you are not allowed to do waqf, then it is long ta. And wherever you are allowed to have a waqf, then it is ha. Meaning is when it is mudaf, like together, like inna rahmatullahi. So then it is long ta. Because you never can, never can say inna rahma, inna rahmatullahi. But when it comes in rahma alone, not as mudaf, then it comes round ta. So there is consistency. So some people have been doing research, I don't know much of those research, but there are people you know, in the Middle East, they're doing a lot of research on this matter, especially there are one group, and the group of the numbers. So they all think they all is connected with the numbers, which I'm not convinced so much. Can, can it not be explained just by the Qira'at? I mean, what I mean is that the, uh, when, when they, when they uh, wrote the Mus'haf for Uthmani, mm -hmm. they wanted to include as many possibilities as possible from the Ahrub. And so if, if at one point, uh, you know, for example, Sahibihi, mm -hmm. it, it needs to have another possibility, they leave the Alif out. No, but, I, but they read always Sahibihi. In both cases, it's Sahib, not something else. I'm just saying, well, maybe we've lost some of the Ahrub. Oh, no, like, like Ibrahim. In every case, it's Ibrahim. But maybe, it, but can it not be it a... It's one Qira, but I say it is, it is not a very, very strong one. One of the seven. One of the seven, Ibrahim. But still people have found that why in Surah Al-Baqarah it is written Ibrahim without Ya and everywhere else with, with, with Ya. I don't remember exactly. There's something connected with the Jews because how the Jews, how they, pronounce they pronounce it. Because the first time has come in the context of that. So then, then after that it has become like Arab, in Arabic way. So something, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but people are, people are you know, guessing many of these things. They're not necessarily very true, but you know, people's guess. So okay. Sheikh, Sheikh, yeah? this, I mean, if, it, if it was the case that it was written under the scrutiny of Rasulullah and the writing, that, I mean, could it have its own meaning? Like, um, could the alif coming in between indicate that two people are moving further away from each other? Or, you know? You know, the thing really is, you know, when people come to these things, there's so many meanings people can create from anywhere, but there is no limit for anything. You know, there are actually a big group of the numbers in, about the Quran. They've written many, many books, not one, many, many books. They actually have their international conferences on this the number. Yeah, international conference, Malaysia, so the numbers in the Quran. And when you look, really, you come so much amazed that how much effort they have done. And it really looks such amazing thing. They call it the Mu'ajizatul Adad the Quran. Miracles of the numbers in the Quran. And they are convinced, they think, you know, all the numbers in the Quran, they're consistent, they have meaning and, you know, a big miracle and there's, you know, so they fit in so many things, there was so many uh, thinking, it fits there and they're very happy with that. Sure. Going back to the, the fact that Allah's mother quoting uh, people, um, can we derive specific meanings and lessons from the way Allah quotes certain prophets saying something or the way he chose the language and, 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 and the, the vocabulary that's used? So for example, in, was it Musa Islam's conversation and so forth. Can we, you know, derive lessons? Because though we know that you know Musa did not speak Arabic, he spoke Hebrew. I think that's what it's. You know, we can we can derive something because you know how how was character of Musa Islam, how Musa Islam because Quran cannot miss that thing. So whenever you know, if you collect, you know, this is done by nicely by Sayyid Qutb Shahid. Is there a book by Sayyid Qutb Shahid? At-Tasweer al-Fanni fil Quran. At-Tasweer al-Fanni fil Quran. Very nice work. And he compares between two prophets, Musa and Ibrahim. And you look at the sentences that the Quran is using about Musa and how Musa says, and like Ibrahim, you can see the difference. Ibrahim is always like a wise man, 
you know, what say they're thinking properly, and the Quran makes him like a wise person, wise man of the, uh, the leader. While Musa is a man of the action, moving all the time, you know, you know, when, when needs come for anger, you know, extreme anger and all those things, so like in, somebody has got a duty to, to look after people and who are not very, very much refined people. So, you know, somebody like that, leader of people who are not refined, you know, he has to be always very careful, always thinking, always, uh, you know, in, 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 in that, that, that temper. So, Musa al-Islam has got that. You can see, you know, how he holds the beard of his brother and, you know, uh, so, Sayyid Shahid has made it, yeah, so you can sometimes, you know, but the thing really is, that, you know, it need, really needs a proper, full research, you know, put everything properly. So, like, for example, uh, uh, look, put all the statements of Ibrahim al-Islam and how he said, and then Musa al-Islam, and then you compare both of them, how they are. Yeah, you can derive something. Allah, so Isa al-Islam, how he does, so you can find from the, for the people. Yeah. Um, this, this, um, uh, you know, Allah, Allah knows best has, has come three times previously in Surah Al-Kaf. And the first time is, Rabbukum um, A'lamu. Uh, and then the second is, Rabbi A'lam. And then the, uh, sorry, the, th the second is, Rabbukum A'lam. And then the third is, Rabbi A'lam. And then here is, Allahu A'lam. So I'm just wondering, um, the, in the three previous occasions, it's, it's the Rububiyah which has been referred to, and this, and this time it's the Rububiyah of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. I was wondering if you had any thoughts on that, and is any, yeah, any... This is one of the good things to look at. The first time is, they, they, say, they are differing, and they themselves say that your Lord, you know, it could be because those people, no doubt, really, they are mentioning Allah's favor upon them, so they remember that they, they are referring to Allah as Rabb. It makes more sense because, uh, you know, to them, you know, as Rabb. Then, second time is coming, you know, tell my Lord knows best. So, you know, this, you know, I think this is how the reference of the Allah comes in the Quran. Uh, who says uh, how nice are the way of the prophets in the Quran that whenever they mention Allah, they mention Rabbi or Rabbana. So, because it is from the parts of the could be again Rabbi. But here it is not from the people, it is not from the, uh, the prophets and have been asked Allah Himself. So, thereby it could be changed. There's also Rabbuhun. Where is it? Oh, before that, yeah. Rabbuhum a'alam bihim. So again, it's from the people. فَقَالُوا بْنُوا عَلَيْهِ بُنْيَانَ رَبُّهُمْ a'alam bihim. So when the people are mentioning about them, so because they know they're mentioning that Allah's favor upon the people of the cave. So Rabb, you know, قَالُوا رَبُّكُمْ أَوْ رَبُّهُمْ Or then when the person has been asked, he mentioned, my Rabb. The prophet says there as well. As well. قُلِ اللَّهُ The prophet says there. Yeah, قُلِ اللَّهُ a'alam bihim. That's right. So we have to think more. We have to find a way because you know the thing, this thing really in the Quran is amazing because you know we have to think properly. Whenever Quran changes style, there must be reason behind that. So we have to think why Quran changing here. Quli Allahu Aalam bi Alaihissu. After mentioning all Rabb Rabb, you know, then suddenly comes Quli Allahu Aalam bi Alaihissu. What is the difference between Labatha and Makatha? Oh, that I discussed in the in the beginning. So Labatha basically comes when the numbers are known to know how much is it. And Makatha comes when it is basically not unknown, like Makathina Fiya Bada, forever or something like that. But Labatha comes whenever, you know, time is mentioned. Like Labatina Fiya Haqaba. But when it comes, like, you know, forever or some number is not mentioned, that's in the Makathina. This appears to be the last verse on the people of the cave. So could it be that Allah ultimately saying, if you are a good servant and you do Ibadah, 
But that's maybe why Allah has mentioned that's here. Right. This is one good thing. If this is the last verse in the story of people of Kev, that's the good thing. The ending is good. You know, it could be you know, ending with all rub rub, then again, no doubt, actually, it's a come to be to come. You know, think really, there must be, you know, think more, because this is one of the good of thinking. This is nice. Let's see, actually, when the beginning of the story comes. Beginning of the story is all time going Rabbana, Rabbana, the Rabbana, Rabbana, Rabbus Samawat, Lord. But when it comes to shirk, there are many other people who are saying Allah, Kadiba, you know, to become shirk, Ibadah mentioned. Again, Ibadah, Ma Yabdun Ilallah, Ibadah, to Allah is there. Anyway, in, in simple, no doubt there, there are different between Allah and Rabb. Means in the meaning, when the Quran uses it. But you know, to really for us to know, understand for every single place why it's different, not easy. But if people look at it, they can get some meaning. Like you know, what, what Wildana is suggesting, one is the name, the end of the story. So Allah's name, you know, as Ma'bud has come here. And also it could be connected really, because after that is coming, Lahu Ghaibu Samawati Lord, you can see. It all really, and also Shirk is coming after that. You know, can see. Absurd was me, Malahum, doing what you like for me. I had a shirk coming as well. To have it more appropriate to mention him as Allah because shirk and, and uh, tawheed and all those things, it is more appropriate for what Allah. When it comes to guardianship and favor and rahman and mercy, then Rabb. But whenever ibadah comes, shirk comes, tawheed comes, iman comes, then more likely Quran will use the word Allah. But anyway, think about that. It's it not so easy to. to, to to understand this properly. But one way is this what what Wildana uh, said. Any Hulilla or Alan Vima Levitu. You have got any new idea? No, okay. Till Allah knows the best that you know how long they stay. Lahu Rebus Samawati Wal Arbi. You know that this really is the main thing here is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala owns all the unseen of the heaven and earth. So, you know, his, his knowledge of any single thing actually is, you know, accurate and absolute knowledge. People's knowledge, you know, never can be perfect and complete. They're always guessing. You know, in our time, you can see the scientists, you know, they have done so much research, you know, they have gone deep in the ocean and the earth and digging so many things and digging the bones of the, you know, earlier creature and, and, and putting them together and making new theories and new ideas. You know, certainly, no doubt, they have done something, some, so many useful things. But many, many of those also, they are based on, on incomplete information. That's what they've got. Eh? So on that, they have based certain theories. So when the more information will come, their theories will improve. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for him, you know, it is not like incomplete or complete information. Always, always complete. So his knowledge always will be the best, because he's the one who owns, you know, of every single thing. So their Quran is referring that whenever people discuss these things, their information always will be based on guessing. Some links here, some links here. That's why the best thing really in this matter, always understand that we human beings, we don't have the proper information. If you don't have the proper information, your knowledge never can be proper, proper knowledge, absolute knowledge. It always will be mis incomplete knowledge. And people are very quick to make theories on incomplete knowledge. They see something and they make a theory. So Quran wants to you know, make it very clear that real knowledge is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
and it also makes us very clear, since it is very clear that Allah SWT is the only who has got absolute knowledge, now on the base of the incomplete knowledge, you have no right to deny Allah's knowledge or to make mockery of what Quran has said. Because your knowledge is incomplete. On the base of incomplete knowledge, you cannot make many of those things. And then the Quran says, Absir bihi wa asma'i. Absir bihi wa asma'i is one of the af'alat al-ta'ajjub, meaning it's when Allah SWT wants to you know, praise like ma absarahu wa ma asma'ahu. So in the glory of Allah SWT, Absir bihi wa asma'i. Then how great is he in seeing, and how great and how great is he in, in, in hearing. Means whatever he sees, it is complete and perfect. And whatever he sees, hears, it is complete and perfect. Nothing can miss. So when people hear something, they can miss many, many things. When people see something, they can, there can be many things missing. But when Allah SWT sees, his seeing is complete and perfect. And whenever he hears, his hearing, his hearing is complete and, uh, 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 and perfect. Now you can see how the Quran is. The Quranic concern is, you know, to, you know, Quran wants to make what is useful for the people to, to know. And then when Quran criticizes the people, and then also that Quran wants to bring the people again to its main topic. So from there, how you can see, First, the Quran wants to say that these people are guessing that they studied 300 years, something like that. Quran wants to say nobody knows, Allah knows the best. And why he knows the best? Because he is the one who has the ghayb of us, heaven and the earth. And how great he is listening, hearing. So this, see, when the matter came to Abu Wasmi'ah, now Quran wants to reject any shirk. So you see, Quran actually is looking, finding any way to refute and reject the shirk. Otherwise, you know, not directly, this, what is coming after that, not directly connected, but connected with what is being said. Then Quran says, You know, Allah has, you know, they don't have any worry after, other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, because he is the one who knows everything, and he is the one who has seen everything. So nobody can be people's guardian or protector. And then Allah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even does not, so people can say, okay, nobody's worry, but at least people can share with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he said, he does not associate anybody in the hukm. Yeah, what a question? Yeah. yeah. So what is Muhammad, you had a question? Yes, yeah, so when Allah says, um, hmm. so he's saying, hmm. is that what Allah is saying? Yeah. So, um, what other words? I mean, it's just the words, and I don't understand it. So, um, other words that can be said. In Arabic, there are two. This pattern is for 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 ta'ju. Ma faalu a faalbihi. To ma hasanu a hasinbihi. To both are both are. Or sometimes you say ma hasanu how nice it is, or you say a hasinbihi how nice it is. To ma absara who can say, or you can say absirbihi. Means you know how great Allah Subhanahu wa Taala you know in seeing how complete how perfect He is. And how perfect and complete in, in listening and hearing. What a question, Tariq? Yeah, um, uh, is the whom referring to us? How No, no. You know, for now for the people, you know, generally, you know. Or is this the people speaking about? The, yeah, um, you know, generally, basically. You no, know, people can be from the time of the Prophet's time. Because now the Quran coming to the story again, connected. Because yeah. the, the story of the people of Kale came in between for a question. But a story basically is connected with the people in the time of the Prophet. So now Quran is coming back to that, but Quran is again finding a way how to connect with the previous thing. So when this in the story of Kahf, it came how like they stayed the Lahu Ghaybus Samawat Lord Abu Sulaiman was married. So now Quran wants to reject the Shirk again. 
the people have no worry, nothing. So basically, it's coming again to the people of Makkah and Mukarrama. Could it not um, be referring to Allah and then Allah is just confirming that you know over that period that they had no worry except Allah? I don't think really that's, that well, like, didn't just, need it. But but I, I don't think there was any reason for that. But nobody could have said that they're staying in this cave for a long time because of anybody else. So you know, they, nobody could say something like that. And of course, Quran says, "Wala ishq kuzi hukmi yahada." He does not associate anybody in his hukm. The way basically here is now Quran after in, in, at the end of the story the ending is such a way it connects with the previous statement in the beginning of the surah the Quran again it comes to reject the shirk and there we can say that the Quran coming what to do the Quran is coming back to the you know the beginning of the surah of Kah. so this story basically between what because people ask question related to that but then the Quran comes again to the statements and to what are happening before before the story. So are, are we saying that the Labithu in verse 26 is not the same as the Labithu in verse 25? Is it not referring to the same, to the continuation of the same? No, no, it is the same thing. I know what I'm trying to say is, you know, this Quran is denying that. But it is the end of the story. After, so the, the, that verse is, the, is yeah. divided into two stories, one no, verse? No, the story of Kev is ending here. And Allah said, you know, Allah knows best, and from that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is moving to, but uh, it's not connected. So first thing Allah says, you know, Allah has the ghaib. So people never can know anything anyway. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings his own attribute of greatness, that he is the how great he is looking and seeing. And when he is like that, then basically Quran again comes to reject the shirk. Because after with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people don't have any guardian other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming to people of Makkah and Mukarramah. The meaning is Quran has found a way to connect this thing with the shirk, with the of the shirk. So moving from one thing to other, you can see it is nice, nicely connected. So now next is coming, it's not connected with the story of Kaf, but it is connecting with Absir Bivasma. You know how great he is in hearing and saying when he's so great, the people don't need any worry, and no worry anyone. And he does not want to associate any because why he needs a shirk partner. So that can come back to the story of people of Makkah Mukarrama. But it is very nicely connected. Yeah. So I'm trying to say that this is not connected with the people of the story of Kahf. But the ending of the people, story of Kahf paved the way to this statement. Mm -hmm. The Quran wants to bring the shirk again, rejecting the shirk. Is it almost like saying, uh, one statement would be that if it was helpful to their ibadah, yeah. then Allah would have told them the number or mm. all the details of mm. the story. But mm. also, if they had been good servants of Allah, mm. then perhaps he would have told them and that ultimately it's his choice because he's the most powerful and he's the only one that chooses what to do. No, no, I didn't understand your explanation. So, yeah. when it comes to the end of the story, yeah. it's almost like giving lessons to the people who are asking the Prophet <laughs> as well as to the people who are around the people of the cave, okay, yeah. that if it was helpful to their, mm. if the information, the details were helpful to their mm. ibadah, then Allah maybe would have told them. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and and also the, another aspect of it is that if there had been upright servants um, and worshipped Allah alone, then perhaps Allah would have given them more because he knows everything and he's perfect in hearing and seeing. Okay, anyway, there's a good thing. We have to think more about what you're saying, inshallah. Anyway, 
this is one of the explanations you know, given by Mawlami Nasrallah that I explained, that he wants to say that this basically is, uh, you know, Quran's uh, nice way to use the ending of the story to connect with its main theme of the shirk and tawhid. So this is how the Quran connects it, so coming back to the whole thing. And you can see the company way, what is saying, we have to think about that as well, inshallah, next week. Yeah. What's the question? What, I didn't understand the question. What is the question? What? Yeah. Tanmeenu comes only what? Yeah, yeah. 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 So if he does this, I think you have to do I didn't understand the question properly. Because Tanmeen, I don't know what problem, because Wali has been like. Sorry? Father of Tanmeen, the Tanmeen comes from Tanmeen from here. No, Tanmeen comes from here, like Tanmeen also comes from Marifaz, like Zaydun. Tanmeen is not necessarily from Nakara. Tanmeen comes from Al-Iskun Mutamakkin. There is noun which is Mutamakkin Arabic language. Tanmeen comes from that. So like Zaydun has Tanmeen. So all these nouns are not a Muslim. Tanmeen also comes from Rajun. Tanmeen can come from Waliyyun. It is Nakara, so Tanmeen is coming here. Anyway, think about that. Any question next week, inshallah, you know, leave it here. Because now after that, Faisal is going to make start something new. Question and answer session. We have to give time for him.